what up what up what up guys welcome to the first official episode of underrated podcast and from the get-go i would like to thank every single one of you guys from the bottom of my heart who are going to take the time and effort to listen to the podcast uh, we will try to help you guys to get to that next level by helping you uh, develop new skill set help you grow spiritually mentally physically everything you need to get to that next level we will try to help you get it at underrated podcast and this first episode actually is going to be a very heavy one and some uh, something that's very close to my heart as well uh, we're going to talk about mental health and mental health is something that i've struggled with for two years myself so it's a episode and a topic that is very close to me um, and the reason i chose this topic is because it's going to give you guys a great insight on the things i was battling in that period in time in my life and will also give you guys a great insight in how you can get out of a period like that uh, and hopefully with this episode i can help only if it's just one person uh, to find the courage to seek help to get out of that period in time in their life uh, it's going to be a very emotional episode for me as well because a lot of things that i'm going to discuss and talk about in this in this episode a lot of people that are very 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 close to me as well never knew i was dealing with and never knew uh, the things that were going on in my life so it will be the first time for them to hear this as well so the best way to do it i think is to just jump right into the nitty-gritty of it so a few years ago i started my first company and when i started this company i started this company with at that time i thought a very good friend of mine and for obvious reasons i won't be getting into no names uh, it's obviously not that relevant for the topic at hand as well but when we entered this company uh, or started this company i entered this company as 50 50 partner um and if i can give you guys an advice as a side note never ever enter or start a company as 50 50 partners the reason i'm saying this is because somebody has to have the final say so when you guys butting heads so make it 51 49 but never ever start a company or enter a company as 50-50 partners because uh, you will have some trouble when you have to make a, a tough call and you will be making some tough calls when you start a company and you will have some problems by making those decisions if you are guys or 50-50 partners. But um, actually, when we started this company, we already did some groundwork uh, before we started this company. So we were already uh, having some uh, personnel he had a very good connection uh, who hooked us up with our very first client as well at that time was one of the biggest energy suppliers uh, in the netherlands and with that big contract that we had we actually could hit the ground running almost immediately so when we started the company from day one actually we started making some really good profit and uh, you gotta imagine when i made the transition from a nine to five to uh, being my own boss uh, I went from making like 2000 net a month and in our first month we made about like 20k net in my first month I made like 10k net um, so it's a very very big leap and I actually at that point thought I found the one thing I was always wanted to do in my life uh, I had a smile on my face every single day everybody was happy everybody was making good money and we had a great and amazing vibe an amazing team at the office so it was actually everything i ever wanted 
Unfortunately, after a few months, my at that point business partner pulled me to the side and he broke the news to me that he actually would like to prefer to go on by himself. And at that point, it actually hit me from the blind side because I never saw it coming because everything we were doing was good. We were making good money. He was making good money. I was making good money. The staff was making good money. And we had, we had fun uh, while, we do, while we were doing it. So it really hit me from the blind side. And till this day, I actually cannot give you a defining answer on why he wanted to break it up because he never gave me one as well. But at that point, we had to decide how we would go further because we had an amazing staff we had to um, tell them actually at that point like okay we're going to break the company up because we actually literally just broke the company in 50 50 so i took half of the personnel with me to another location and he kept half of the personnel and when we did that i knew and i've noticed it from the from the start it was very hard on the personnel to accept it because they were in an environment where they were thriving, they were loving to come to work, uh, they had a smile on their face every day. So it was very hard on them uh, seeing us breaking this up. And I actually felt a lot of guilt towards them because it felt like I was robbing them of a, a, a great environment to work and a great place for them to be. And at that point, I actually didn't have much choice because yeah, you, can, you can't force somebody to want to work with you. So. When we did that, it really took a lot of effort and a lot of patience for me uh, and a lot of energy as well to create that same bond and that same environment of the other half of the staff that went with me to that new location to create that same vibe that they experienced in uh, the other office prior to this office. So um, I actually we actually managed together to, to make that happen and we created a great bond, a great vibe and a great environment to work in. And a few months later, I actually got the call from the connection that actually was a very close uh, friend of my former business partner at that point at, at that point in time, who called me and told me like he actually wanted to pull out the plug in uh, the relationship and in the business relationship that we had together, and he just wanted to go on and continue his relationship and extend it with uh, my former business partner. They had discussed this together. And they thought it was for the better if uh, I would go on and find my own client. And at that point in time, it really uh, rubbed me the wrong way because we were doing some amazing things. We were growing, we were thriving. And uh, out of nowhere, I would have been left with an office without, uh, with a new location, with a new staff, some new personnel and no client would, would really uh, put me in a tough spot because there wouldn't be no income and they wouldn't be able to do their jobs as they were used to. So this is when I get introduced to the cold world of doing business with people because eventually I got tired of just going back and forth, back and forth on just acknowledge to him like we got a contract and just obey by the contract. And when we the contract is finished, I don't mind finding myself a new client. But until that time, uh, I still have this client through you. So the contract is still the contract. And at that point in time, he tried to pull a lot of tricks. And one of the tricks that really got to me was um, he didn't want to pay us for the provided services that we already provided to him. So at that point in time, when he didn't pay up, it was really hard for us to uh, pay the personnel for the services and uh, the work they already put into the to the company. And at that point in time, we had to go to court 
and make sure everything was, was, was situated. But that was a long, drawing process and that process really took a toll on me. And the first signal of the toll it took on me was when I was laying in the bed. And I felt a heavy pressure on my chest. So I woke my wife up. I told her like, I'm feeling this heavy pressure on my chest and my heart is beating abnormally fast. I feel like I can't breathe. So I asked her if she could call my father uh, so he could bring me to the hospital because I wasn't feeling well enough to drive myself to the hospital. And from what they have told me, because I can't remember for myself, but uh, is when we was walking down to the car uh, to drive towards the hospital, I suffered a seizure uh, and in the middle of the street and I collapsed. So obviously they panicked and they rushed me to the hospital uh, where I got treated. But in the next three weeks, I suffered three extra seizures. So this whole situation was getting uh, a, a heavy burden on my body and taking a toll on my body as well. And another problem was there wasn't no money coming in. So I still had the business expenses like the lease for the office, the lease for the cars and my personal life expenses like my rent for, for example, but there wasn't no money coming in. So what started to happening was everything I had saved up was drying up uh, because it took so long for the legal stuff to play out. So when it started to happening, uh, the bill collectors started to add up and every single day I would like get like five, six, seven uh, letters from bill collectors in my mail and it was driving me crazy and eventually I, I I was so far gone with it and I was so done with it I actually started uh, going back to my old life and I went into some criminal activities and actually when I started doing it I was like okay I'm gonna just do it until I can pay the bill collectors get my feet right and then I'll be out of it but I knew I still had to find a nine to five job uh, to get some extra money in as well. So when I when I searched for another job, I found a new job in, into the recruitment. And so what I was doing, I was working a nine to five for 40 hours a week. And besides that, go do the other stuff. So what I've noticed in that period of time was that I was getting more and more on edge. So what was happening, actually, it reflected into uh, my personal life and into uh, the arguments I started having with my wife because I was very, very on edge because of the things I was doing uh, besides work. So it was it was making me paranoid and it was getting, uh, yeah, I can say very dangerous. So what I was doing, I was driving and walking around with a gun. One day my girl found out that I had a gun in the car and she just lost it. We got into a, a, a huge argument. One day I was driving home from a business appointment and it was already too late to get back to the office. So I called at the office and I told them like, I'm gonna drive straight home. And at that time I decided I was gonna do it. So I was really not feeling well. I wasn't uh, in the right state of mind. So at that point I um, decided to park the car besides of a, a gas station. And when I parked the car and I'm going to be upfront with you. This is going to be the hard part of this podcast for me to get through. Because um, every time I talk about it or think about it, I get a little bit 
uh, emotional. But I'm gonna try to to do my best to get through it as as best as I can. So I parked the car, and at that time I had still had a gun uh, in the dashboard. And when I parked the car, I took the gun uh, from the dashboard and I removed the safety pin. And at that time, I decided like this is it. I'm I'm done with with life, and I'm done with this life. I'm done with everybody. Uh, I don't want to be here. So when I took the gun out of the dashboard, I removed the safety pin from the gun and cocked the gun back and put it. I put the gun to the side of my head and when I put the gun on the side of my head, I just remembered uh, my hands were shaking. My hand was shaking a lot, um, but I was so far gone mentally uh, and I'd made up my mind. So at that point, uh, I closed my eyes and I pulled the trigger. So when I pulled the trigger, um, the gun, the gun jammed. And now I can say, thank God the gun jammed. But at that time, it actually uh, made me cry even more. So I dropped the gun and I started crying and I was mad that the gun jammed. And I was talking to myself that I couldn't even kill myself. So... Uh, everything I was doing was failing and now I wanted to kill myself and even that I couldn't do right. So I was so far gone, I was mad. I was hitting on the dashboard and crying and crying. And I don't know why uh, I did it, but I called my, my wife and I told her like what was going on and I told her what was happening. And she started immediately crying and yelling and begging me to come home. And I don't know how she did it, but she kept on talking into me. I told her, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm done. I don't want this no more. And she kept on talking and talking to me. And I don't know how she did it, but that's the reason I, I will always be grateful to her. Because she that day, she literally saved my life by, uh, by, by talking to me. And I went home. And when I went home, we cried together for hours straight and she told me like um, your mother is counting on you you got a son on the way that's counting on you you got your sisters counting on you I'm counting on you you can't do this to people that really care to you care for you and she told me like if you want me to stay in your life you're gonna get the help you need and at that point we decided together that we was gonna seek the help that I needed to uh, help me uh, fight this battle because it's obviously uh, that I couldn't win this battle on my own and I was losing. I was losing in life. I was losing physically. I was losing mentally. I was losing every battle I, I had at that time. So it was a really hard period uh, in my life and I, I had to really assess myself like, okay, um, if you want to make something out of your life, um, this is the turning point and you have to be able to face the fact that you're messed up in the head and you need help and that's okay so that's one of the biggest takeaway i want to give you guys from from the if i can give you a takeaway is if you have traumas or things that you're dealing with 
from from the past or from 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 when you was growing up it's okay to be messed up in the head but get the help you need um it's nothing wrong with getting help or asking people to help you um if you can fight those battles by yourself and i i can tell you this from experience because i've fought uh, i've tried to fight that battle by myself and it was an inch away of our, and and i wouldn't have been here uh, anymore and i would have actually pulled through with it and killed myself uh, if the gun had hadn't jammed so i'm telling you guys um please seek the help that you need uh, if you have the feeling that you can't fight these battles alone because it's something i had to do as well and um, this is one of the parts that nobody actually uh, that was very close to me knew uh, except my wife because um yeah we decided of course to not tell nobody so this is the first time for me uh, actually speaking about it and um, letting my sisters my mother my father and people around me and my friends know what i was battling and that's also something that i want to give to you so you never know uh, what people are people are battling with inside so the guys with the biggest smiles i can promise you are fighting the hardest battles uh, so check up on your friends, check up on people that you love, and even though they will not always show, but try to do the best to your abilities to try to get them help if you see that something isn't going the way it should be going in their life. So in the next part of this episode or this podcast, we'll talk about the help that I got and how I was able to fight these battles and get over it and get to that next step in your life. It was a hard first episode. I told you we was going to get... Uh, a heavy one as a first episode but i thought it would be only right to show you guys uh where i came from and um what i've been doing to get to this level and get to the next phase in my life uh i can i cannot show you guys only the the bright side and the happy things in my life i gotta show you the dark periods as well uh, so i can get you the help and hopefully help somebody to take this step as well and find the help that they uh he or she really needs to get to that next level uh, and i hope to see you guys on the next episode and the next part of underrated podcast thank you guys for your time uh, and the effort that you put into it so uh, i really appreciate you guys